BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off-limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to The Morning Toast. Happy Tuesday. Hope everyone's having an amazing day. Spring has sprung in New York, and we hope you're just living it up. It is a beautiful day. It's really feeling like it's shaping up to be a beautiful week, Claude. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm like, I'm really having a hard time. Like, my entire week consists around my sleep schedule. Like I take my sleep schedule so seriously and I just cannot get on like a good journey and it really affects like my mental health and just like my physical well-being the next day. Like last night could not go to bed all fucking night. The second I fall asleep, Ben wakes me up. Why? He goes, Theo keeps jumping off the bed. I think he has to pee. So I'm like, go fucking take him out. What does it look like? My problem? <laughs> and he didn't. I just like went back to sleep. But like I was just, just entering an REM cycle. Like and so then, like, Ben was, like, futzing with Theo the whole night, like, worried about him, like, he was going to die or something. I'm like, he literally just had to pee. So it was just, like, a journey and a half. And I don't know why Theo had to pee at 5 in the morning, because it's, like, not something he usually has to do. But he had to pee. Like, when nature calls, she fucking calls. And Theo answers when nature calls. And Theo said, yo, bitch, I got to pee. He picked up the phone. So my, my, my REM is, like, all off. I feel like my face looks so puffy. Like, I'm just unwell. Today. Well, I'm so sorry. I'm on a journey to um, mental and physical wellness. Mm. And I, I invite you to join me because no. I invited you last night. I know. I'm very much considering doing a wellness retreat. Good for you. And I'm really excited. I think I was dreaming about the retreat last night and I think I should do it. I like so support it. Just I think it's like a little overpriced. That's my only kind of stipulation. It is. And why I won't personally be going. Yeah, no, it is overpriced. Like they clearly know they can charge these crazy prices because like people are paying and you're missing a few. We're like, we have some vacation time coming up at the end of the month and I think I'm going on a retreat, you guys. Have the best time. It's going to be like very eat, pray, love. I think I should watch that movie before I go. You definitely should. Have you ever watched it? No, have you? No. It just like looks so stupid. (laughs) No, totally. Actually, speaking of movies. I feel like it's going to make me not want to go. 100%. Speaking of movies that like I should have seen but never had, yesterday I decided to watch a movie that I can't believe I haven't seen. Um, But it just like came up on Netflix. I'm like, you know, it actually looks good. It was like country vibes. I watched Brokeback Mountain for the first time ever. And everyone was like, I remember when it came out and it was like getting Oscar buzz. It was like, oh my God, gay sex. Like everyone was like, eh. It was literally like the most... Like, now, like, there's so much sex on TV. Like, it wasn't even that crazy. Like, you didn't even see butt or anything. Like, it was yeah. totally fine. But it was such a big deal at the time. It was such a big deal at the time. And the movie was amazing. Honestly, it was so sad. Like, I 
didn't know that's what I was signing up for. Like I was getting really choked up at the end. Star studded. Tell me if you knew this. Anne Hathaway is like a major character in Brokeback Mountain. No, I don't think I knew that. Obviously, you knew Jake Gyllenhaal and Heath Ledger, and it was yeah. obviously sad to watch Heath Ledger. Also, Michelle Williams. I don't. Uh, maybe I knew that. I think that's where they met, and they like fell in love, right? Um, yeah. It was just like a really interesting kind of moment in history, and it's an excellent movie. I highly recommend on Netflix. I just I don't know what compelled me to watch it, but I really enjoyed the journey. Wow, I'm so happy for you. Thank you. I didn't watch any TV yesterday. I just got so booked and busy, you know? That's like, that happens when you're stars like us, like meetings, meetings, meetings. Meetings, meetings, meetings. Well, I also watched Caught Up on RuPaul's Drag Race and we made it down to the final four. And it's just like Redhead's Madness, semifinals. Exactly. Just like it. Just like it. So I just really feel like it's so crazy. This season has been so good. And I think for the first time, this season is a season where like my favorites, like I barely even noticed in the beginning. And like the ones that I loved, like honestly, my my girls are Candy and Simone and they both made it to the finale. But if I'm just being like a good Drag Race fan, like I don't think either of them really deserve to win. Like definitely not Candy. And like Simone has just disappointed me so much in the last few weeks when she was like so clearly the winner from day one. Like I've been saying that that's the one Rihanna message. Like she's been so clearly, but she's just kind of like fallen off. Whereas Gottmik and Rosé, I literally could not stand Rosé, but she's been like acknowledging how she was like weird in the beginning of the competition because she didn't want anyone to say anything bad about her. And now like she's really like coming to her own. She's so talented. Her and Gottmik have like been killing every single challenge. Like even if they don't win, they're in the top two. They both are just like so robust. They're looks queens, they're comedy queens, they're acting queens, they're music queens. Rosé is an amazing dancer. I think one of those two should win. And I never thought I was going to say that because I was like a Simone ride or fucking die. And as much as I love Candy Muse, like she barely made it in the top four. Like she's not making it all the way. But I don't know. Gottmik or Rosé, like I would be happy with. Well, if I've been listening correctly, you have been concerned with Simone for a while now. I have, right? You've been saying like every week, yes, Rihanna messaged her, but like she didn't, has she not upheld. Like the, she started off strong and it's been downhill from there. And in her confessionals, like in the last episode, she really um, like bawled because she's like, I don't want that to be my story. Like, that I fizzled out. But I'm like, that's literally exactly what's happening. She made it to the, to the top four, so like she didn't really fizzle out because it's still like a huge accomplishment. But I know, like, last season, like, I I love the looks queens. Like, Gigi Good, I loved, but she did not deserve to win. Like, she was just a looks queen. She really didn't do anything else. Um, and so now I'm really focused on finding a queen who, like, checks all the boxes. And Gottmik and Rosé, like, really check all the boxes. I mean, if I'm going to make a prediction based on your recaps, like, Based on yeah, well, what you say idea. week to week of who's like coming in strong, Gottmik. Yeah, I mean, Gottmik is everything. Like, first of all, she won Snatch Game, which is such a big deal. She's also the first um, openly transgender contestant, I think, on the show. I remember there was one other contestant who came out as transgender during the reunion. I think she's the first. And that's why they, they've been changing a lot of the vernacular around. Like, Rue has like these... Um, phrases that he says like at the beginning of every challenge he always says may the best woman win now he says may the best drag queen win so I think like Gomic's influence is like really powerful and she's like this young she's just like exactly what drag race needs like she's this young she was just on the cover of like attitude magazine like the community lives for her like I do think Gomic is gonna win I think so too and I like live for Gomic when are the finals I don't know I think they do like a, like a special and then Got it. I forget, but usually it's live like in a ballroom in LA and like it's filled with like drag race fans and celebrities like Miley Cyrus went one year, like, but they obviously can't do that. And last year it was peak quarantine and they like filmed it at home on Zoom and it was pathetic, like pathetic. 
fucking pathetic. Like the worst. But it was also the beginning of quarantine. Like they didn't know. Yeah. Hopefully this year they can do it like, I don't know, maybe at the Drag Race studio. Like yeah, yeah. something crazy. Just no fans. No probably. fans. But it's, it usually is the best night of the year because like they all lip sync for their lives. So hopefully like they make it a production because last year was just completely unacceptable. But it was extenuating circumstances, of course. Of course. Okay, of course. I'm excited for you. But speaking of the finals, Red has, Redhead Madness finals are today. The polls are still open for the semifinals, but it does look like it's coming down to Before We Were Strangers versus Girl With No Job. No way! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, this is so unexpected. Like <laughs> it's an I honor. The, I checked the polls yesterday and I didn't want to keep checking because like I just didn't want to like I was very tempted to obviously like influence the polls like with my Instagram. Um but I didn't and I checked and it was like 40-50. Like it would just started. So like I wasn't wow. I just wanna I wanna thank the Redheads, first of all, for believing in me, the the Redheads host. And I wanna thank the Redheads community for really, you know, as a first time author, just like opening up to me and just accepting me for the author that I am. I'm like literally getting choked up. Like I think I'm gonna cry. No, like this competition has been fierce. Fierce. Twists and turns at every, every round mm -hmm. and may the best book win. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't want to like now say it and have like people go and like vote against me. No, you know? no, Please I mean, don't. the poll, like, you guys, it's, we need to protect the integrity of Redhead's Madness. 100%. So stay voting if you have read these books. And I do think it's a sign that you should read before we were strangers because it's obviously like girl really no popular job quality. Okay, that, that's my next book. I haven't even had one up on Q yet. Sweet. Fabulous. Oh, also an update from yesterday's show. I have been, you know, I stand corrected. And I'm not too, you know, big of a woman in more of a literal sense because I'm obviously physically a big woman. But I'm not too big of a person to admit that I was wrong. And I was super wrong about the historical journey journey that Jackie's on. I thought people would not be interested in. But the feedback is fierce. And I listened to the feedback. And the feedback says, no, no, no. We live for the historical journey and dance moms. Like, get you a girl who could do, do both. both. They said, we live for the historical journey. Take us on it. And they also said, Jackie, you will love dance moms. So I know you're, like, really hesitant. I will get but there. But Jill Vertez commented on our Instagram yesterday. Like, I don't know how you can disrespect the name of Jill Vertez. I wouldn't dream of it. Okay. And I'm telling you, I will watch dance moms when it is my time. I understand. Today is not my time. Okay. But the time will come, I promise you. Okay. For when I'm just, like, looking for some light-hearted, dancey fare. And I know you didn't even, like, mean to, but you, like, dressed like a dance moms contestant today. With the low bun and, like, the athleisure. Maybe not the Louis Vuitton boots, but... Yeah, no, like, it's a very athleisure look because I wanted to wear this sweater. I like it. Um, And so you just need to, like, dress around the sweater. And also, it's like, I'm on my last day of hair before I need to wash it. Same. So it was a low bun, which I haven't done in so long because I've been, like, living for doing my hair, like, with my Dyson. Mm -hmm. um, but today, I was like, fuck it. My Dyson's been acting up. I think it needed a few days off. I, like, one of my biggest regrets in life, I always say, you know, there's three stories I always share. Dennis's funeral, um... Turkey baster. Turkey baster. <laughs> and I think I have my new one. Because one of my biggest regrets is obviously not getting in that police car. Oh, of course. Everyone knows that story. I, so I, are one of the three going to be bumped from the, rep from the rotation? No, that's my third. Oh, okay. Um, but you say you have a new one. Yeah, but it's really not that big of a deal. But my biggest regret, like dead ass, is purchasing a Dyson Airwrap. Like, I think I'm, I'm probably one of the only people who thinks it's like an actual piece of shit. And even if it worked the way that it did and it cost $200, it's still too expensive. So the fact that they're out here having the audacity, nerve, and gall to charge people $600. It's crazy. It's so stupid. And I've used it four times. So I would have said completely agree up until 
two months ago, you guys have probably like noticed the day I learned how to use my Dyson. Um, and now that I've learned how to do it, it's made the biggest difference. I know how to do it. Like I watched videos. I, I've done I it. I thought I knew. And you need to, like I found the one thing that like just makes my hair look like I got it blown out or that I was capable of doing a round brush myself. And, and for me, who's not capable of doing that, me like neither. it is now worth it. But you have to find, you have to make the Dyson, you have to listen to your Dyson and make it work for you. I know, but it's like, I paid $600. Like, I don't need to listen to you. I know, but you need to take the time to curate, like, the experience. I'd rather just go to dry bar. Really? I find that to be the most painful thing you could do to yourself. 100%. I haven't been to a dry bar in, like, four years. I'm so glad, like, you know, as a society, especially in New York, like, we came to the conclusion that, like, dry bar is terrible and a waste of money. And, like, we've all kind of moved past that phase of our lives. Guaranteed to hurt your feelings in some way or another. Yeah, or, like, physically hurt you, like, pulling your hair so hard. (laughs) Or, like, leave um, purple shampoo residue on your forehead when you're not even a blonde. What? Did that happen to you? Mm Mm-hmm. I came home after like my ugly ass blowout and I looked in the mirror and there was like purple on my forehead, which is what they use for um, blondes to like preserve the color. I'm like, I don't have dye in my hair. I'm not even blonde. What is the reason for the purple shampoo? What was the reason? I have no idea. They wound up like giving me a free blowout, but it's like, oh great. Now I have to go back. Actually, one one good thing about dry bar was those little sugar cookies they had at the front. But now because of COVID, they probably don't have that. Yeah, so it's like the one good thing. Or maybe they're more now like individually wrapped or something. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm so glad we're over that phase. But um, we digress. The Dyson Airwrap, yeah. Dennis's funeral, turkey baster. Dyson's joining the mix. Dyson's joining the mix. But I feel like Dyson needs to work its way. Like those three, they didn't just one day we decided. I know. It was a natural progression of things. So many things bring you back to that story. Yes. And I had not heard your Dyson story. No, I saw it on your your Instagram once, but that does not a pattern make. No, but that's like my like classic unpopular opinion. Like I literally fucking hate the Dyson. Okay, but era. I think that's a different category than stories that you can't help but bring up. No, but up I'm all just time. letting you know like I'm going to be bringing it up a lot. Like just to kind of prove like I'm so this like this quirky girl who like does different opinions than other people. Yeah, you're just like contrarian. No, I'm just like so crazy. You're just different from other girls. Honestly, I'm not like other girls. <laughs> like at all. Like you know I what? drink beer, bro, and like I'm just I don't know, I just prefer to hang out with dudes. Like I'm a guy's girl, you know? I don't think people think you're like other girls. I just want you to know that. No, no. If I was like anyone else, like the world would, would implode. Be fabulous. No, it would not be able to handle like the torture that is me. Like I'm truly one of a kind. Yeah. We all are. I think we're all oh, one of a kind. <laughs> oh my God. That Victoria Justice clip like will literally lives in, lives in my head rent free. No, anytime I use the word all, I'm Victoria Justice. Yeah. I mean, I think we all sing a lot. And anytime I use the phrase for me, but, but not for, for me. me. Or if I'm referencing, you know, the ambulance industry, call an ambulance, call an ambulance, but not, not for me. me. Um, so we have a great show for you guys today. No TV recap because thankfully The Bachelor wasn't on last night. Um, but tonight we have Real Houses of Dallas and then we have Kardashians and there's a lot of to keep up with in the news this week, especially the Kardashian drama of it all. We have Kardashians tonight? No, no, Kardashian news today. Oh, yes, we have a lot to discuss. And so I think without a further a do it, do it, do, where are you? Do it, do it, do. What song am I singing when I sing that? Do it, do it, do, where are you? Is that Scooby Doo? You want something and left it. <laughs> what are the lyrics? Scooby Dooby Doo. It's the one. Where are you? 
You are so annoying. Like, what is it? I've never watched Scooby Doo. Me neither. I never don't in my know life. him. I'm sorry to this man. And honestly, like, Thelma looks annoying. I said it. I fucking said it. Like, oh, Thelma- I think she's styling, wilding, living it up in the city. Okay, did we, we have, do it? Nope, we oh. haven't cringed yet. Without further, do 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 do. Where? Without further, okay, do 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 do. Here are the past five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. And today's episode is Framebridge, sponsored by Framebridge, excuse me. And I got a lot of messages asking, like, what was the company with the frames? Pay attention, please, in the words of Teresa Giudice. Framebridge makes it easier and more affordable than ever to frame your favorite things without ever leaving your house. You can add a gallery wall to your home office or send the perfect gift. From art prints and diplomas to the photos sitting in your phone, you can Framebridge just about anything. Here's how it works. Go to framebridge.com and upload your photo, or they'll send you a package to safely mail in your physical pieces. You can preview your item in dozens of frame styles and gallery wall layouts. Choose your favorite or get free recommendations from their talented designers. The experts at Framebridge will custom frame your item and deliver your finished piece directly to your door, ready to hang. Instead of the hundreds you'd pay at a framing store, their prices start at $39, and all shipping is free. Plus, our listeners will get 15% off their first order at framebridge.com when they use promo code TOAST. So again, if you want to get 15% off, go to framebridge.com. The promo code is toast. It is the fastest, best, most efficient way revolutionizing the framing industry. It's so easy. It's so affordable. And it comes in such good quality. You get amazing designs. And if like you're looking to do a gallery wall and like you have no idea where to start, like Framebridge will just do it for you, which is the best thing ever. You don't have to spend like hours on Pinterest measuring out your wall. Framebridge.com, promo code toast. Thank you for that, Claudia. Such a great company. Such a great company. Okay, first story. Even though we've known that Kim Kardashian is a billionaire, Forbes has decided that they, too, agree that Kim Kardashian is officially a billionaire. Okay, Forbes is like that ex-boyfriend who, like, pretends he doesn't like you, but then, like, always comes back. No, it's like, pretends he's not, like, following you on Instagram, but it's, like, there. Like, the... Acknowledging. They should, like, after the disgrace that they did, like, not only with the Kylie thing, they, like, are embarrassed that they called to the first self-made billionaire, then they got shit for making Kim a billionaire when she, like, wasn't or whatever. Like, all these kind of mishaps when it comes to the Kardashians, like, going into their tax reports and saying that they lie about all their money, like, they need to never mention the Kardashians again. No, I know, and I feel like we reported a few months ago that Kim was officially a billionaire, not from Forbes, but from other like a Bloomberg veritable financial sources. And now Forbes has decided that she is a billionaire, which we knew. But we've been knowing. So she must be like a super billionaire if Forbes has to come to the table. No, honestly, I'm I'm embarrassed for Forbes. I'm like, so embarrassed for Forbes. Aren't you embarrassed like to be so messy when it comes to the Kardashians' finances, like getting in fights with them on Twitter and stuff? Like Forbes is like really in the last year, especially like when it comes to the Kardashians, but now overall, like, I take their word just, like, so much less seriously. Ever since that, and I found out that, like, they actually don't choose Forbes under 30, like, people have to apply. Yes, I totally agree. And also a little more Kim business news is that she is getting into skincare. Yes. She filed, filed a slew of applications to trademark the name Skin by Kim on March 30th, according to documents. I of, love that name. Yes, but it's S-K-K-N, Skin by Kim. I don't know. I'm always very cautious of, you know, putting lots of K's together, you know? (laughs) I just think it's not a good, like, road to go down, but we have to learn from history, and I'm just, I'm afraid Kim is not learning. Like, I get it, like, Kim Kardashian. I guess it's also a big sign, because if, that means she's, like, probably changing her name, because it would have had to be Squin by Kim if she was still Kim Kardashian West. But why couldn't it just be Skin? 
No, I don't know. Maybe she couldn't get that trademarked. I don't know. I don't know. But, but judging by the filing, it will have skincare, hair care, nail products, perfumes, candles, and more. Oh, candles. So I wonder well, if wait, her perfumes, she already has candles. And I she thought. has perfumes. So I wonder if they'll fall under, if KKW fragrance will now fall under skin by Kim. I mean, that would make more sense because I don't think the fragrance industry is like that big where she needs her own company, KKW Fragrances. Like the fragrances can fall under like KKW Beauty even. And I wonder if this is just a rebrand from KKW because <gasps> she's no longer KKW. Oh my God, that's such a good call. And so the KK in skin right. is like Homage. to emphasize that she's KK now. And that's she's a, dropped the W. A very interesting idea. But did it say that they're going to be selling beauty products? Skincare, yeah. Oh, I guess. No, like makeup no. palettes? Yeah, so... Will KKW Beauty stay KKW Beauty? Then maybe skin covers every other category. And then maybe like one skin picks up. Merge. Merge. Oh, yeah. Merge. <laughs> like, Merge. Joggers. Merge. <laughs> maybe one skin picks up. Then they the beauty com comes under they skin. Merge. They merge. Yeah. And then they could sell merch. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. This is, you know, do we need another brand? No. Do we support and purchase? Yes, we do. So, And do we continually follow the various business ventures of the Kardashian women? Yes. Yeah. I mean, it does feel like in a certain way for the Kardashians, at least like the beauty space is like oversaturated for them. And I feel like why Skims is like so successful. And I don't know for sure, but Skims has to be more successful than KKW Beauty. Um, and that's because it's like a it's an untapped market within the Kardashian empire. So like, this is just like, for me, like, and they also say Kris Jenner starting a skincare line, which is obviously different. Um, it's just like a lot, like maybe like create like something like totally new and random. Like, I don't know, like kids yeah. toys, like well, something stupid. I would say, I'm sure it feels like to us, like it's a lot, but if the sales are there, why wouldn't they keep, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Why not keep up with demand if the sales are there? If the sales are there, yeah. But so I'm assuming since they keep, putting out new beauty stuff, the sales are there. Well, I think for Kylie, like Kylie skin and Kylie cosmetics are like booming staples. What's so crazy is when she launched Kylie skin, I was like, oh, this feels like excessive, but sure, whatever. It's different. And now it's like, I feel like Kylie skin is so big and, and necessary. And I think the way they launch it, like the branding is perfect. Like it's so Gen Z. It's so cute. I feel the like soon it could eclipse Kylie cosmetics. Like I feel like now wow, if really? I were, I just feel like it, based on my perception, if I were the next Kylie product I'll probably buy will probably be skin and not cosmetics. Hmm. I haven't really bought Kylie Cosmetics in a while. Like, I support and love. And I I just, like, it's not my type of makeup. It's, like, Instagram makeup, which is which is why it's so popular. But I go for, like, a more, you know, natural, dewy look. Yeah, I'm actually you... wearing um, Kylie on my lips today. Passion, well, which lips. is my favorite color. Yeah. So, this is interesting. What was the first Kim story? Oh, the billionaire. Billionaire. Happy for her. Congrats on all your success. Like, <sighs> Who are you dating next? Like, that's where um, my head is kind of at, you know? I'm, like, so happy for Kravis that I think, like, we need Kim to have that. Yeah. But but Kravis was an unexpected choice for Courtney, I, mm -hmm. I think. And so I just, I don't even want to start thinking about who I want Kim to be with because I just want it to be someone I, I wouldn't think. Yeah, well, because Kim obviously has a type. Like, football players, rappers, like, that is her type. So maybe it's time for her to step out of her box, you know? Mm -hmm. Maybe a businessman beau or a baseball player. I don't know. Like, just something new. I think, well, she did date a baseball player. Who? Um, I think his name was Austin. Miles Austin plays football. No. No, she dated a baseball player. Miles Austin. Hold on. Baseball players, like, truly make the most money. And I think Football wide receiver. Fine. Miles Austin, right? Yeah, yeah. He was on. hot. Yeah, yeah. Kim. 
I don't think she ever dated a baseball player. Yeah, that doesn't like sound like something. She but would do. I think a businessman beau. No, of course. I mean, look at her. She's literally a businessman. What's the female beau? Huh. Bitch. No, excuse me. But, okay, also, thank you for bringing that up. I am reclaiming the word bitch. I can't deal with all these people getting offended. Like, Who's I, getting offended? Okay, like, literally a few years ago. This is, like, how the journey I've been on. Like, two years ago, I got into a fight with Olivia at the Regency Hotel. Do you remember? We were having, like, lunch, and I called her bitch. And, like, we were, like, like we were, like, in, like, a fake fight. But when I was, like, bitch, it, like, escalated into a real fight when, like, I was, like, still joking. And I obviously had to apologize for calling her a bitch. But, like, I didn't call her a bitch. I called her bitch, which is so fucking different. And I would just like to reclaim the word as, like, like a sister type of okay, word. Okay, well, if I may, if I may interject here, I, I was there. I'm remembering it. It's not as if you use, like, you call everyone bitch all the time. No, so but, like, like I you're, do. You guys were having words, and then you threw in the word bitch. So, like, sure, you decided that you meant it in an endearing way, but. Oh, my God, my blood is literally boiling because that's just, like, not what happened. And, like, it was, so, it was like, literally a joke until Olivia made it, like, not a joke. Okay, I'm just saying, like context is key you know i'm just saying like female to female like bitch is like a great word like i think that we should kind of reclaim it of course like a man calling a woman a bitch is never acceptable that's not what i'm talking about i'm just saying like like if kim's like like a business businesswoman bitch like you know like i think that's fine really you okay i'm that's fine i i I have no issue with the word bitch but like you really think the phrase like businesswoman bitch is like something that you would like no it doesn't even work but you know what i mean i'm just saying like like, hypothetically you literally can't even like you hate the like, like if I call if I say like about that's like boss bitch like oh no I just don't think businesswoman bitch is like the right phrase that's not the word I'm look that's not like what I mean here what I mean is just like the word bitch is ours for the taking and like I have already started the journey and I encourage everyone to come along with me okay that I'm totally here for thank you and I'm just gonna leave it there I'm gonna leave it there and it's there goodbye good day sir are you ready for our next story sure Kardashian team is working hard to remove an unwanted photo of Chloe from the internet. This is twisted. This is. Team Kardashian is going into overdrive to erase a private photo showing a side of Chloe few outside of the family get to see. The image shows the reality star's face and body as she appears in a bikini by a pool without what they, what page six thinks is the heavy editing and airbrushing that are mainstays of photos Kardashian normally puts on Instagram. The shot, which page six has confirmed is authentic, soon spread around the internet, but many copies of the photo were taken down under legal threats from the Kardashian camp, which called the image beautiful, but said they wanted it gone because it was unauthorized. The uh, Tracy Romulus, who's the chief marketing officer for KKW Brands, said the color edited photo was taken of Chloe during a private family gathering and posted to social media without permission by mistake by an assistant. Chloe looks beautiful, but it is it is it is within the right of the copyright owner to not want an image not intended to be published taken down. Okay, so before we dive into this, um, they say was this an assistant? My sources are saying it was MJ. And does MJ have Instagram? Can we before we do anything just like have a moment of silence for MJ because after this you know fiasco she caused, I don't think she'll be invited to Easter ever again. I disagree. So let's just take a moment of silence. 
I think MJ will be fine. I think that this was 100% MJ. Like, I could so see this happening. Like, she doesn't understand. She thinks Chloe's beautiful. Like, she puts up the picture. Um, no, a lot of people are really, like, verklempt from this scenario because it really highlights, like, how all of Chloe's other pictures are so edited. They're comparing them to other bikini photos. Um, and especially her face because she looks like a teenager in the photo. Like, she actually looks like the way she used to look on, like, season one of the Kardashians, like, 15 years ago. So people are getting really bent out of shape. And, like, what does this mean? You know, like, what are we... What message are they sending? And I have really tried very hard to find a shit to give in my soul. And I do not have one shit to give. Like, I I want to care, like, about what this says for the beauty standard. I, I do. But I just don't. I, I, so I guess people are upset that, like, this is what, like, I don't, this story, like, makes me sad. Like, this picture, I think she looks so great and... It's clear, and I mean, you see all these, like, Instagram pictures where people show how, like, with the right lighting and the right angle, like, you can literally look like a different person. I think she's backlit here. Like, no one would ever post a picture. No one, Kardashian or otherwise, would ever post a picture with this sort of lighting because it's just not the most flattering. But also, it's like, yes, sometimes Chloe's pictures, she definitely uses an app that puts a little more makeup on her face, whatever it is. But we see her every week on the show. And even if, like, in her confessionals, I don't think that they have video filters that they put on the girls. And then we see her, like, in the Spartan race. Like, we see her from every fucking angle. Like, we've seen her. We know what she looks like. Sure, she looks a little different in her Instagram pictures. Who the fuck doesn't? I just don't think that this is... People, like, are making this such a big deal in general, not just this picture, like Chloe's changing face. But we see her. We see what you look like. Like, it's not that crazy to me. Yeah, no. And like, I just personally don't care. Like, okay, you want to inject your face? Live your life. You want to uh, look like a different person in your photos? Live your life. Like, I've never been the type of person to like jump on the train of being like, she has a new face. Like, yeah, get your own face. Like, I really don't care. Like, Live your life. But like, what makes you happy? Do what you got to do. Protect yourself. People are so mean out there. Like, oh, I wonder why we're all photoshopping our photos. Have you ever read some of the Instagram comments on like a natural photo? Yeah. We're I all just, like shocked, like everyone's face tuning. Like, we live in literally the meanest country in the world. Like, of course she is. I just feel like we know what she like. We see every facet of what she looks like. So, no. To me, the most shocking thing about this is that Chloe looks like that. Because that looks like literally a picture from 2009. Yeah, it's like she's changed so much, but she's it's still exactly the, same, the girl. same. Yeah, so it's like you guys think she changed her whole fucking face. Like, right, no. so which is it? Now, right, it, now which, it's a, yeah. Right. Did she change her whole face or not? And I know this is probably just an unpopular opinion, but like, I just, I can't seem to care like about the, me- like the message of it all. Cause people are like really bent out of shape that like this is just like indicative of like how much you edit their photos and how they influence the beauty standard. And it's like, don't judge someone like until you know what it's like to be them. Like, I'm sure it's impossible to like be churning out these thirsty photos. Like your entire business depends on it. And like every time you do, like people are commenting on the size of your ass, the size of your thighs, the size of your arms, the size of your neck, the size of your chin. So it's like, if this is what she has to do to protect her self-worth, like I I can't be bothered to give a shit. I agree with you, but that's not like my initial thought. My initial thought is like, we know what these girls look like. They show us all the time. So even if in one picture, it's a little bit different, like they post videos, they're on TV. Like we see them from every single angle. We know what they look like. They can't hide. They literally can't. They, right, they go on, like, talk shows. Yeah, that's fair. They're filmed from every angle on their show. Like, if you want to know what they look like, it's there for you. They're not hiding. Yeah. But, but the things that they can control and the pictures that they do post, they're putting their best foot forward, like all of us. But I do think that their, like, attempt to 
scrub it from the internet and made people more obsessed with the photo and like that was their mistake. I never saw this photo until you told me that this was a story. Yeah, no, I didn't see the photo and then I saw the headlines and then I'm like, let me go find what photo they're talking about and I found it on Reddit. Like, I think that always, it's always the cover up, not the crime, you know? Yes, and I think that is true here. Speaking of crimes, Bravo will continue to film Jen Shah's legal drama after fraud arrests. As they should. I disagree. Jen Shaw may be facing prison, but her Real Housewives of Salt Lake City drama is not going anywhere soon. The powers that be at Bravo are planning to make the federal fraud and money laundering charges she faces a central part of the reality show's second season, including exclusive footage of the embattled businesswoman's arrest, a source told Page Six. Bravo knows full well that viewers are following every detail of this case and will continue to do so as it progresses, so producers plan to follow it just as closely and use whatever footage they legally can. So far, they have filmed the lead-up an aftermath of Jen's arrest, as well as her co-star's reactions, of course. Um, source says, it's rare that Bravo has a big hit like Salt Lake City on its right. hands right out of the gate, and the team hoped to continue that momentum when production for season two began. Now, with the news of Jen's arrest, they are sure to have even more success than they imagined, yeah. especially since Jen hopes to continue f- shooting if Bravo and her lawyers allow it. She can only say so much, however, as it remains an ongoing case. Ugh, I can just imagine the I interviews. hate that. I, can, I can't say. I can't speak Yeah, I mean, obviously, this is like a golden egg in the hand of Bravo. Like, Salt Lake City was an amazing first season. People really enjoyed it. And this Jen Shaw thing is the biggest thing to ever happen to the Housewives franchise, like, since Teresa going to jail. Like, it's literally so big. So, of course, they're going to use the opportunity. There is, like, an ethics question here. It's, like, why do we give a platform to someone who literally, like, abused her business and... Took advantage took of advantage elderly, of elderly people, people vulnerable people, and stole from them. Yeah. So it is like an ethical question, but I think at the end of the day, like Bravo cares about one thing and one thing only, and that's ratings. And like this is going to be like probably one of the highest rated seasons in Housewives history. I understand that they obviously are not going to drop the golden egg that they have in this storyline, but, um, and maybe. We'll see how it it plays out. This is one insider speaking to page six, so you, so you never know what the plan is. But Andy did break his silence yes. on Radio Andy and said, oy vey, hoping and praying that none of it is true. And that is true, that this has to go to trial and... Guilt, innocent until proven guilty. Yes, but I just think given... But she did it. Yeah, it's like, it's a federal like investigation. Right. And so now it... Whatever. I just... I hope that they follow the storyline, but... At what point do we stop like making glamorizing crimes right. and criminals and right. giving them a platform? And, and yeah, no, it's it's an it's we're at a fork in the road at, as Housewives stands. Like this is a true question of moral and ethics, mm-hmm. and I don't know where we go from here. I and really Bravo don't. hasn't been shy in, in firing people who for ethical reasons. For ethical reasons, Phaedra, Leanne, people cross lines and they get fired. And Dorinda, Turkey Baster. <laughs> Uh, I have been a proponent of that. Like, I really have. Even with people I like. Like, I loved Phaedra. But, like, she fucked up. Like, big time. And I am a supporter of... Leanne deserved to be fired 100%. I'm a supporter of Bravo kind of drawing a line in the sand at some point. And I feel like Jen Shaw, like, was beyond the line, like, 35 years ago. Like... 100%. But with this latest slew of crimes, she's beyond the line 1,000%. In the words of Joey Cibriani, she can't even see the line. The line is just a dot to her. Right, but can Bravo still see the line? Like, I know, it's, but see, they're struggling with the same thing, like ethics versus ratings. And at the end of the day, like Bravo only cares about money and ratings. And this is a, a golden opportunity. I don't, I mean, I understand that that's true, like generally how businesses operate, money and ratings, but there is also like a, 
compliance, like HR. Yeah. You know, I don't and know. If, and if it was just money and ratings, then why not keep Phaedra? Like that. Right, right, yeah. Was a huge thing. Mm-hmm. No, it's it's an interesting point. I'm very curious to see where it goes and like what the conversations being had around it are because right now it's like so sensationalized like no one's even realizing like that you are in a way like glamorizing this crime um but people are just so obsessed with knowing what happened like they of course want to see it on their televisions yes but i think there's a way that we can follow the storyline through the reactions of the women without giving jen shaw a platform any longer yeah yeah i don't know so we We'll have to see, wait and see what happens. And they better speed this season the fuck up. Yeah, like, get us the footage now. Yeah, like, prioritize everyone, drop what you're doing. Get more cameramen. Yeah, start producing. And women, yeah. Mm -hmm. Are you ready for our next story? It's a little big movie news. A little BMN? BMN. Sure. Godzilla vs. Kong opens to $48.5 million at domestic box office, the biggest weekend of COVID era. Everyone's talking about Godzilla vs. Kong. Have that's you seen? A, no, that's crazy because $48 million, like would not have been a lot before COVID. Yeah, but I think you can also watch it at home. It, it debuted on HBO Max because Zach watched it over the weekend. I did not join him no um but he said it was really good and everyone's talking about it so it's like the big box office of the moment uh, 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 but it's the first in a while yeah right um i don't know anything about this movie like who's in it oh I, I don't, that i don't know who plays godzilla i don't know and what about king kong i don't know um okay well happy for the movie theater industry I actually thought okay about- the film stars thank you alexander skarsgård <gasps> love of my life millie bobby brown rebecca hall Brian Tyree Henry, Shun Oguri, Aza Gonzalez. Love her. Julian Dennison, Lance Reddick, Jessica Henwick, Kyle Chandler. Love of my life, times two. Um, Demian Bashir, and newcomer Kaylee Hoddle. I haven't heard of a lot of those people, but happy for them that like their first big movie is like this bl- blockbuster sensation. I totally agree. No, I did not even know that there was a new movie coming out. Like That's how, like in my own he- world, I've been. Yeah. Yeah, and also, but like, we're not huge on the action movies. So no, we ain't. It's big news. Oh, also, you want to hear something, like, kind of crazy? Sure. So, have you heard of this? Well, you know this already, but just for the sake of the podcast, pretend like you know. Have you heard of BitClout? No. It's Tell like me a, more. I actually don't really know what it I is. I actually don't know. I've heard of it. I don't know what it is. It's like a social media platform where, like, followers are, like, Bitcoin currency, and, like, you can, like, make money. I have no idea. Like, Elon Musk is on it. There's, like, a lot of legit people on it. And someone has been impersonating me on there, like, making money as me. And literally, like, I got so many DMs yesterday from people being like, is this you on BitCloud? Like, how can I follow you? And I'm like, I, and the person, you can, like, tweet. It looks like Twitter, so you can, like, post, like. Status updates. Status updates. And this person, like, um, is obviously not me because they're not funny at all. Like, their first joke was like, am I a millionaire now? Like, I would never say that. Like, that's not funny. You'd say billionaire. Right. <laughs> um, so, just... PSA, if you're on BitCloud, like, that ain't me. I wonder who it is. I know. That's what I want to figure out, too. Like, what loser is spending their time? Like, if you're going to impersonate someone, like, impersonate someone actually famous and recognizable so you can, like, actually make money. But maybe I'm just, like, the perfect level of, like, Z-list to go, like, under the radar unnoticed. Yeah, but then I saw the person's trying to get verified. Yeah. So that could be, like, really sticky. You could have an identity crisis on your hands. No, I know. So, like, if anyone here, like, works at BitCloud, like, I don't even know what that is. Like, please help me like and also like maybe i want to join BitCloud and they have my username so like, can i get it back take over their profile take the followers yeah and they, everything. they literally have my they stole my bio from instagram and they uploaded the picture of my book cover as maybe it's you maybe you did it when you were drunk no i don't think so but like it's 
definitely possible. <laughs> Think about it. It's definitely like in the realm of possibility. I like will give you that. Like you could be at a party. Everybody's like talking about BitCloud and you're like, hey, I should get on it. And then you're like tweeting, am I a millionaire now? LOL. <laughs> it's a good theory. But even in my most drunken state, I would never make that dumb joke. Like for real. Okay. Okay. So that's like the. That's how I know it really wasn't me. But that was a good, interesting little little journey we went on. <laughs> Okay, fifth and final story, something that I saw really is upsetting you. One of the web's pioneers, Yahoo Answers... I'm upset. ...will be wiped from the internet in May. Yahoo Answers, a question and answer platform that launched more than 15 years ago and became one of the largest troves of information and misinformation on the internet, is shutting down on May 4th. Here's the thing. I feel conflicted for a multitude of reasons. When I think of Yahoo Answers, I think of nostalgia. I think like of literally like googling my homework answers and like every now and then like yahoo answers like literally explained it perfectly and like it it saved lives like it got me into college like for i will that for that i will always be grateful Mm -hmm. but it's important lest we not forget that yahoo is the company that literally canceled our show and ruined our lives and like literally is the worst place on earth so bye (laughs) peace out but Um, no in all seriousness like yahoo answers was a safe haven for a lot of us at a young age and it's upsetting my affinity towards yahoo answers was knowing that there was someone out there asking the exact same question as me relatable yes you know yes so whether you're looking for advice or just like a tactical response like you're not alone else you know it's it's that feeling of universality and community and, and relation community community yeah. universality relations and communities a hundred percent yeah so like that is so that I'll miss that? Like, yeah, like, like you thought you were crazy for like asking this random question. Like, no, actually, thirty thousand people have also asked it. Yeah, and others are answering, and people are liking it, and like you're not alone. Yeah, and I guess there is a new forum, like it's called Quora, Q U O R A, that has like kind of replaced Yahoo Answers. They come up first in SEO, like when I search random questions. So it's not like we're completely lost, but I just wanted to kind of pay homage to a community that really served me at my most vulnerable. In high school. Yeah. And also, I feel like now it's like if you have a question, like there's a Facebook group for that. Oh, 100%. You know, like they'll dox you, but there is a Facebook group. But you might get the answer you were looking for. Worth it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Um, those are the five stories. And I feel as though you needed to know them. And I'm so excited because for the first time in a while, we've got a little Kelly's mindless news like like the 4th of July. July. Oh my God, I had no idea. Well, we didn't have a TV recap segment today and I wanted to... It's been so long. I know. And this is kind of breaking news. Um, Kelly Ripa makes a revelation about her daughter Lola and it's so relatable. Now, I just want to make it clear, we are in no way mocking Kelly. Uh, We need to have like a disclaimer, like... We are not mocking Kelly Ripa for any Already for subsidiaries, companies, or <laughs> partners. Members. No, we have really nothing but not. respect for Kelly Ripa, but sometimes her news can be mindless. Yes. <laughs> yes! Wait, we need to record it on the soundboard. Oh my God, that is good. Do it again. Okay. We want you to know that this has no bearing on Kelly's family, businesses, or any of her subsidiaries. We have nothing but respect for Kelly Ripa and her family, but sometimes her news can be mindless. So good. We'll, we'll perfect it afterwards. Okay. <clears throat> Kelly Ripa enjoyed some quality time off work during spring break, spending it with her husband, Mark Consuelos, and their three children. The Live with Kelly and Ryan star's kids have grown up in the public eye. Meh. And have appeared on the ABC Morning Show. grown up on her Instagram. Yeah, like, 
they're not being hounded by paparazzis and I'm sure they live a very normal life except for the fact that they're like super rich the live with Kelly and Ryan stars kids have grown up in the public eye and have appeared on the ABC morning show over the years but now that they are older they prefer to stay out of the spotlight especially her daughter Lola so why are you writing an article about her <laughs> but here we go putting her in the spotlight the doting mum wanted to mark her family's Easter oh, son yeah, no, it's um, Hello Magazine, the number one um, offender in Kelly, Ma- Kelly Mayan listeners. The doting mum wanted to mark her family's Easter celebrations on social media on Sunday, but told her Instagram followers that she's sharing a throwback picture of her kids instead, as it was the photo that Lola had approved. This is so mindless, like I actually can't even follow it. In the picture, Lola and her brothers, Michael and Joaquin, were posing... Joaquin, sorry. <laughs> Lola and her brothers, Michael and Joaquin, were posing in the kitchen at their family home in New York, surrounded by extravagant chocolate eggs. They literally look like the ones everyone has from, like, Dwayne Wade. Fans were quick to react to the post with one writing, I love how prescriptive Lola is. (laughs) I love how prescriptive Lola is. She's probably going to run a large corporation one day. While another wrote, my 14-year-old daughter is exactly the same. I can't post anything without her approval. A third added, thank you, Lola, for approving. Super cute. Lola isn't the only one who prefers to keep a low profile. In an interview with Glamour magazine recently, Kelly opened up about her son Michael's desire to stay out of the spotlight when he was younger. She said, I was not allowed to discuss anything. I couldn't talk about his life, his grades, even though they were great. I couldn't talk about school. I wasn't allowed to show his prom pictures on TV. What? Even though I may have, as long as I got the girl's permission from her parents. But, like, still, like, highly inappropriate. The doting parent added that she would never discuss any of her children without their permission. That's good. Mark and... That's good. Kelly and Mark are are doting parents to three children. It would be very unfair to use my bullhorn to discuss somebody that did not want to be discussed. I'm very mindful... Hmm. Of that being the boundary. I feel like So this is Kelly's mindful news. That kind of seems like a direct response to us. Wow. The use of that word, Kelly and mindful, never thought I'd see them together. Never thought I'd see it. But I think the takeaway here is that it's really speechless. No, like, what is the takeaway? Like, what did I just read? So it's like, kids don't want to be talked about here. We go talk about them, letting you know we're not going to talk about them. Right. But we're going to talk about them and exploit them. Just let you know that we're not talking talking about them. Got it. Well, thank you for keeping up with Kelly's mindless news like the 4th of July. Um, that's our show. It is our show. Don't, st- don't turn it off yet because you never know. Something might come to us. I'm done. I guess I'm done too. But we actually are not done because you are coming over later because we got our Krispy Kreme delivery. It is here. Thank you to Mike Tattersfield and the whole cream family. We got glazed and they happened to maybe see yesterday's episode because we got the Oreo that we discussed yesterday. I think the fact that they send the Oreo means they didn't see yesterday's no, episode. No, or they're so good they know we're going to love them. Like we just judged a book by its cover. Interesting. I mean, it was their photo that they put out and they made it look bad. But yeah. And if you want to see the photo, it is on our Instagram. Please share your thoughts and like if, if this wets your whistle. So Jackie and I are going to be filming a Patreon mukbang for the Patreon channel. It will be a feast of the Oreo donuts, the glazed donuts, and we got in the mail today a pie, the Tall House cookie pie we were raving about last week from Beverly Hills, Beverly Cafe. Hills Cafe, the last remaining location in Miami Lakes. Thank you to the former employee slash toaster who like literally stole one and gave it to us. We appreciate you doing the lawyer's work. And I... On the one hand, like, I'm so excited. On the other hand, like, this is, it has a really tall 
task to live up to of being like our favorite dessert like what if what if it's gross yeah like we were kids well, like we thought if, anything was good if we don't like it we could always blame it on the fact that it was shipped we also need to purchase some vanilla ice cream did you have any no but i could definitely get some for the festivities. okay i can pick it up also okay maybe we'll both we all can get i think we could all pick up some ice cream <laughs> Um, so yeah, be sure to look out for that. Patreon.com slash morning toast. Our subscription service. This show is completely free. Always will be. We'll see. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but if you want more episodes from us, if you pay $7.99 per month on our Patreon channel, you get five extra episodes from Jackie and I. They are vlogs. They are podcast episodes. They're always a little bit more in depth, a little bit more behind the scenes, a little bit more salacious because we're behind a paywall. $7.99. Great content, great way to support your gals. Patreon.com slash toast. And then you get access to the Toast After Dark, which is a wonderful Facebook group. But also, you can then make suggestions for episodes. If there's something you want to hear from us, a question, you can join a general Q&A, ask a question. And it's honestly the best thing after Yahoo Answers. It's so true. It is. It is so true. Thank you. Are you done? Yeah, now I'm done. Thank now, you. Oh, but don't forget to vote in the finals for Redhead's Madness going down today. It's going to be crazy. And while you're at it, like, pick up a copy of my book, Girl with No Job, The Crazy Beautiful Life of an Instagram Thirst Monster, even though the numbers are in and, like, the books are the book sales are shook. Like, I don't even need to promote it. Like, that's how fabulous we love the to toasters see, are. We love to see it. Thank you guys so much for listening to The Morning Toast, the Millennial Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching us on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So at Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places. So wherever you listen to podcasts, find us The Morning Toast and leave a five-star review about how beautiful stunning and smart we are hope you have an amazing day we'll see you tomorrow for hump day goodbye, goodbye.